0: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba At participating McDonald's. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervus imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE.
1: Hey, this slaughter game tip, block boy tip, and I just jumped out of the Porsche with dirty girl blasters. Ain't no way they're searching me. They know I got my pistol tucked. Ain't no way I'm fucking her. Her stomach fatter
2: than her He say that he my. All right, we got Slaughter Gang Tip jumping off the porch with us today. What's up? What's going on with your game? I'm chilling. For sure, for sure. How you feeling today? I'm
1: feeling good. I that's can't. Show. That's that's show. That's I can't complain. Show.
2: It's a pleasure to have you here on the porch with us today, nonetheless. For sure. Where you been, my boy? You've been missing the action for so long.
1: So I just been under the radar. I just been chilling for real. Yeah.
2: Getting my shit together. Real shit. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sure. So, how would you say your mental state is right now? I'm
1: good. I'm in a good space right now.
2: That's good. That's good. I always wanting that. Yeah. Being from Atlanta, what's one thing that you would say, being that you visited other cities, that Atlanta has that no other city has to offer?
1: Mm. Probably. I oh, don't shit. We got a lot of shit, how we stick together. Shit, bitches. (laughs) It's a lot of shit down here. Real shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you from the east side, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. So how would you say the east side is different from the other sides of the city?
1: I think, like, we just we don't really give a fuck about shit. Like, we get it how we live over there. I'm not saying other folks don't. We just, that shit more treacherous. Real shit. Yeah.
2: And how would you describe your experience coming up in the East Side?
1: Shit, just like any other hood. It's really, for real. It just, I learned a lot of shit growing up. I'm just off the porch at a young age.
2: Yeah. When would you say you jumped off the porch? Shit,
1: probably like 13, 14. I think I was either 13 or 14 when I went to Juvenile, my first time. Well shit, that's some
2: real shit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What experience, how would you describe that experience?
1: Shit. Juvenile, that shit really ain't, that shit really ain't nothing. I ain't saying I'm proud of it, but that shit just like some kiddie shit, some daycare shit. Slap on the wrist shit. Yeah. That shit ain't really nothing.
2: So, when would you say you knew it was time to turn a new leaf or try to get out the streets?
1: Shit. A lot, losing a lot of my partners, shit, either dying or going to jail, going down that road. I got some partners down the road that they ain't got no release date. They just send down that motherfucker. So I ain't trying to go that way. Everybody that don't need to be in prison, what the hell? How that's gonna benefit us?
2: Yeah. What's some advice you would give your younger
1: self? Take your time. Be patient. Shit, that's it, really. Take your time and be patient. For sure. If it's meant, it's gonna come. And what would you
2: say is the biggest life lesson you learned, either in the streets or just in life?
1: Mm. I really got to think about that. There's a lot of shit I learned, but I just really got to pick the right one before the show, ends, before the interview, over. I'm gonna tell you the right one. Like. But I feel like the best one I learned.
2: Talk about some of the benefits of staying down until you coming up.
1: The benefits? Shit, you get to see who really with you, for real. Like, if a nigga stand down with you, can tell, like, shit, he with me. What, up, broke, however it go, he right here with me. For real shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. How important would you say it is to have a solid support system?
1: That shit, that mean a lot. Like, if you feel like you, Niggas out here feel like they by they self. Shit. They ain't got nobody they can trust. They That shit be, I don't know. I don't think that shit, and that ain't no good feeling. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody. Even if it's just like a, hey, bro, I see you doing good. Keep going. That shit mean a lot to a nigga. That
2: do. Real shit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So talk about some of the unity and the loyalty you got over at Slaughter Gang.
1: Shit. We off one. Like. We gonna help each other no matter what it is. We always there for each other, shit. I got a video to shoot today, shit, everybody pull up. That real shit. It's just everybody pulling up. They supporting the nigga. They showing a the nigga real love. That's real. Yeah.
2: Talk about watching somebody that you was close to 21-7 going from the bottom to the top.
1: That shit, it's, it's so crazy, like, shit, when I start, when I started just hearing that nigga, like, listening to what he's saying the songs, I just always had it in my, my mind, like, damn, this nigga really hard. He don't, he don't even know it yet. I just always had faith. The real shit. Shit, we all had faith, like, but this nigga hard. That shit. It really wasn't no It was a surprise, like, the level he at now, but it's like, niggas already seen it coming. Yeah. All the hard and shit.
2: Talk about not... Putting that ego to the side, you know what I'm saying? Being able to put your pride aside to support your dog, you know what I'm saying? All the way up to the top. You this know what shit I mean? ain't no
1: that, like we all real brothers. Like that right. shit ain't no that shit ain't no ego shit with us. Like, nigga, we all love each other for real. Like, nigga, we sleeping on the floors together, all that. So it ain't it ain't no ego when it come to this shit. Like, if a nigga got something they gonna say, they feel like they gonna let it out. They gonna let it be known. Like, it ain't no ego shit. Real Not shit. with us.
2: So how inspiring is it to you, you know what I'm saying, to know that this shit is really possible to make, you know what I'm saying, a way and a difference for so. yourself?
1: I really say that's what really just got me really back in it. Like, man, fuck it, let me just get this shit my all. Even though I, w- I was at first, but I took a break, I had to step back, get myself together, make sure I had everything right before I just gave this shit my all. But now I'm ready, though, get uh-huh. this shit my all.
2: I think the streets ready. I think the world ready
1: to see what you got to say, they're ready too. They better be ready,
2: cause
1: I'm coming. <laughs> no cow. stop.
2: So walk us through your first studio session. I know you ain't start out rapping, so talk about the first time you walked into that
1: booth. The First time I ever did a song, I did that shit with some niggas from my hood. I'm probably like, I'm gonna say 15, 16. I ain't really like the song. I don't think nobody really ever liked their first song, but motherfuckers like, they had to be telling me like, well this shit do sound kind of good. So I just, after that first song, I ain't make no other song. What the hell just made me go to the studio and record? I can't remember, but I know like that no brain song, that's what made niggas like, oh yeah, this what you need to do, this what you need to be doing. Yeah. Fuck all the other bullshit, like shit, get to it. Yeah. You got a voice, get to it. So it was
2: just up after that?
1: Yeah. After the shit. no brain song.
2: What type of words of wisdom does Savage give you when he's seen, you know what I'm saying, that you are yourself
1: trying to pursue a dream? Shit. he say shit. Get the money. Yeah. They ready to give to a nigga. Get the money. That's real
2: shit. So walk us through the creative process of putting NWA together. Nigga with
1: ambition. Mm. That project, that shit was really like. Man, that shit was hard. My, yeah, I, I ain't I'm saying, saying it wasn't hard. Was hard. I'm saying like, them was like, the, them, the only songs I recorded. So all them songs were just like they had to make the tape type shit. But that was that song, Backstreet. I think that's the song they were fucking with the most. Backstreet I was, was looking going, for me. Mister was going crazy too. Oh yeah, Mister too was looking for me on that though. Looking for me was on a yo yeah, yeah yeah. Oh yeah that tape was hard though. I'm I trying to tell you know, that man. shit was a on yourself Nah, I ain't said I said it was hard. Hell yeah, yeah. But the creative process, Shit, I'm just going to the studio. Me and my manager, we just go there every day, just having niggas send me beats. Pierre was sending me beats. Pierre has Pierre was sending me I was some gonna shit say, name, yeah, right? Y'all two had like he was sending me some shit yeah. So I was just going crazy on Pierre shit before I really just start fucking with everybody. P.E.R. was saying that. able was doing that in all my production. Yeah.
3: When something happens to your kitchen,
1: you might say,
2: This is ludicrous.
1: But that won't fix your home. That will only get
2: you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State
1: Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
3: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
1: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
2: What's yeah. y'all relationship like now today? You know, That's still,
1: still my boy. Boy, to this day, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's still my boy to this day. Hell yeah, Is some more yeah. no shit
2: between y'all two coming out so sometime soon.
1: Yeah, we got some shit coming. No cap. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, what was your mindset before putting out your first project?
1: Mindset, it was really on some shit. Like, now let me see if they really gonna fuck with it or I just need to find another hobby, another hustle. Yeah. That's what it really was, like. And the feedback I got was just like, damn, all right, so this what it is, this what it is, this the route I'm going. Did it surprise
2: you that people was fucking with you like that?
1: Yeah, because I'm a nigga, I don't really even talk too much, so niggas don't even be expecting me, like, be a rapper. I don't really be talking, if a nigga ain't, my partner or just be around me, I ain't really, it ain't even no no arrogant shit, no nothing, I'm just, I be to myself, like, niggas don't really hear me talk no nothing.
0: For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE
2: Probably that's why they tuned into the tape so well, then like, damn, yeah, you got something to that's say. That's probably why, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was the hood reaction once they found out Tip was ready?
1: They were like, don't stop, just keep going. Hell just yeah. keep at this shit.
2: And then you followed up with Block Boy.
1: Yeah.
2: Would you say you went into the, that project most serious?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, t- I spent more time at the studio. I p- picking, I'm picking better beats doing a whole lot of songs to pick from instead of just just putting out just making 10 songs and just like here that just straight the album that just yeah. straight to tape I'm, i made sure i had a lot of music to pick from like made a whole catalog to pick from type yeah. shit that's real
2: yeah. shit what is it that you would say
1: you want listeners to take from your music i really want them to listen to what i'm saying because motherfuckers don't really be listening to what a nigga be saying they just be really wanting them a fire ass hook and the heartbeat. beat, like really listen to what a nigga saying. Yeah. You'll understand what the hell I'm saying. like. You'll understand what's going on, why motherfuckers saying this shit hard. Yeah. Like, before you just judge it, judge it by oh, whatever your criteria is. It don't meet that. Listen to what a nigga saying. Real shit. Cause I ain't just on there just saying anything. Right. Niggas won't be fucking with it. I don't think. If I'm just saying any damn thing. She's
2: saying some fire relatable shit. Yeah.
1: Like so that. when
2: you go in the studio, do you write, you know what I'm saying? Do you punch in, or do you just go in there and just tell the story?
1: I really be punching in. I ain't never, I ain't never wrote no song. I probably not wrote in my notepad some shit, like two line, two bars. But that's it. That's the most, like. But other than that, I'm just going to punch in. However the beat make me feel that's. What I'm going in, just, that's how I'm coming out on the track.
2: So, why haven't we seen you since the release of Block
1: Boy 2? I just had to own, I had to take a step back. like, Just make sure I had myself together before like, Cause once you become a rapper, a known rapper shit, you don't get no privacy, no none of that yeah. shit. So, I had to make sure I was ready for that, my damn self. like. Yeah coming from this and going to that, yeah. I had to make sure I was ready but on every that, level.
2: Yeah, but even that you willing to, you know what I'm saying, do that, a lot of niggas' egos are getting their way and they just can't stop, you know what I'm saying? That's a five thing that you got the willpower to take the step yeah. back and like, look, I gotta get my shit straight.
1: I ain't, trying, I ain't trying to just be no, like, no, I ain't no, I don't wanna say no Hollywood ass nigga, just like, this shit, real life, like, you gotta be able to, it, give up your privacy, all that shit. All that blog shit. Like, that shit be... I don't be into all that shit. Like I don't be wanting to get posted on no blogs, none of that. Not for no bullshit, especially not that. Yeah. About somebody being in my business. Hell no. Nah. So I just had to make sure I was ready for that type of shit. Real shit.
2: How would you describe your transition from the streets to the industry?
1: Shit, it was smooth, really. Like. As I got older, started to mature more, that's what really helped a nigga maturing and just being around this shit, like seeing what's going on, meeting people, shaking hands. Like, that shit just help a nigga. Like seeing that shit, it make it easier. Like if a nigga just coming straight from the street, no connections, no nothing, nigga can't just jump all the way in. Hell no. If it don't don't go right then, what you gonna do? You Put all your eggs in one basket. That shit ain't gonna go right. Straight up. Talk about how you fucked the streets up with one in the head with 21 hair up and slam a lot of shouting. That that shit run even. I ain't even expect that shit to do that. I knew it was hard, but it was on some shit like, I ain't dropped. Let me just put something. Just to see. Let me just see if they gonna fuck with this. But that shit got good feedback. Like, they was fucking with that shit too. Hell yeah.
2: Why do you feel like it surprises you sometimes that people fuck with you? Like, bro, you really hard.
1: Because I ain't never in life just think like, damn, I'm gonna be a rapper. I ain't no telling what I was gonna be. I don't even know what I think I would've been doing. Right. right? But a rapper, that shit be surprising me sometimes. Like, damn. This shit's surreal. I really said this on the song, what the hell? Like, that that shit be surprising me. I feel that. So how did the record with Slime Life and Harold come together? Shit, we just Me and Harold, we were recording me and Harold be in the studio up down there every day around that time just recording. Cause we got some shit from the we got trying to get together and put it out. Slime Life just so happened to pull up while I was in the middle of making the hook for the shit. So that's how he even he was like, damn this shit hard, let me get on this shit. So that's how he even got on the first verse. So shit, that's when I we all did the shit. I was like shit, we might well shoot a video for this shit. We shot the video on like two days on some chill shit though. Like not even on no no big video, no real camera crew treatment, none of that. Just running and gun type shit. That's real shit
2: though. What is it that you would say you want most from your music career?
1: Shit, now I'm at the point now, I'm trying to shit, build a legacy if I'm gonna really do this shit now. I wanna build a legacy, like, hey, that young nigga was hard, that young nigga was hard. He ain't just shoot him up, bang bang, like, that shit, all right, that shit cool, I can do that, but I can go this way too, like, I'm trying to build a legacy. For sure. Make sure my folks straight forever. For sure. My kids' kids type shit.
2: Generational wealth type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. What was your reaction once you found out that Harold had named a song after you on his last project?
1: I was in the studio, and I told that nigga, I was like, because he was already naming songs after certain niggas. I was like, damn, bro, this is this the song I fuck with the most on this shit. Yeah. They're like, shit, I'm going to name this motherfucker after you then, because everybody else already, he was already getting it into the line, like, everybody picking their songs. But I wouldn't say they were sleeping on that song. It was just like... When I heard it, I'm like, that beat hard, how you just roll that motherfucker. I'm like, this the one, this the one I like the most. Like, yeah, yeah. This the one for me.
2: Talk about the chemistry you of got.
1: Shit. It's like, that's like my real big brother. Like, nigga, always there, no matter what the situation is. I'ma always be there, no matter what the situation is. Like that's like my real big brother. Like, my mama could have had him down there. That really that's how is, I feel.
2: So when can we expect that collab project? I know y'all been working on that
1: for a while. Shit. I'ma drop, he gonna drop. So after that, we are gonna try to put it together. After me and him drop our solo shit first. Yeah,
2: shit.
1: But that shit hard though. Gotta that shit hard. wait for that one. That shit hard as fuck. And what we got, we got one feature so far, but I ain't gonna say that, but that shit hard. We really don't even need no feature. That shit just so hard. Just us two. Yeah. Picking each other like, damn, how can I explain? Like, just going with each other flows, like, this his type of beat. Let me let me start off on his type of beat. Or he'll start off on the type of beat that I rap on type shit. Like, the chemistry just there. Cause it's like, it ain't no, this my rap brother. Like, nigga, we brothers before the rap shit. So it's already chemistry. Real shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: So what should we expect from
1: your upcoming project? Um, some shit, it's like just all the shit I've just been recording over the past time. Like just without me dropping no videos for real or just me putting out no songs, just different, different type of goddamn situations I was dealing with, just different vibes however I was feeling around that time. Hell oh, yeah. So, all within the what? When the last time I dropped? Probably like two, three years, two years? Just, like the last two years, different vibes.
2: Definitely, right, it's that
1: time. Yeah, yeah.
2: What's some of the other business ventures you want to dive into?
1: Shit, getting into properties, buying property, buying, buying land. I think that shit, like, it bring good money. And that shit legal. You ain't gotta worry about nothing. Yeah,
2: yeah. I
1: know in the beginning of the
2: interview, I had asked you, what's the biggest life lesson you've been through?
1: Shit, street wise, it was like probably keeping my eyes open, making sure I see everything. Like, don't let nothing pass. Making sure I'm all, I'm all hands on with this shit. Yeah. And just in life in general, shit, be humble. That shit, this shit, you can be up one day and that shit be gone the next day. Just be humble. Like, make sure you do right by your people. Cause that's who gonna be there for you in the long run. Fact. If shit ever go bad, just get sour. That's who gonna be there in your corner, your people. Fact. What else you working on right now? Shit. Really just making sure I get everything right for this tape, shit. Videos interviews whatever I need to do like so they know that I'm really coming this time like hell yeah ain't no play play when the tape drop shit I'm coming on November 9th no real shit any last words and shout outs shit shout out to us nigga we coming the whole slaughter game we coming nigga. y'all nigga be ready
2: real spill man slaughter game tip we appreciate having you on the porch with us today game
1: for sure appreciate it my boy Ain't no way they searching me They know I got my pistol tucked. Ain't no way I'm fucking her Her stomach fatter than her He bro. say that he my osmer awesome acting grouped out
0: For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis Along the edge of the African continent Lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds Have been hurled by a volcano into the sea for centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervus imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800 Her Love. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800 Her Love.
3: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.
2: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.